All right, today we're going to talk to you about not going into debt for college because that's silly. I know. I mean, we think it's a great idea, and there seems to be this stipulation that you go to college, you go to high school, you apply for financial aid, and you go to school after that to college. And we're like, oh no, we're going to change that. We want to change your mindset and your thoughts around how you actually go to college and what the right way, what we think is the right way on how to do that. You're listening to the Ideal Balance Podcast. I'm Shayna. And I'm Vanessa. We're bringing you coaching, strategies, and real talk on everything fitness, family, and finance. Yeah, we are. Let's do this. All right. So in order to do that, we're going to break it down into a couple different sections. And we're going to start off with pros and cons, okay, of college. Because the first conversation we need to have is to let you know that College isn't necessarily the route for everybody, even though that's what they've told you, that's what they've marketed, that's how they get their money, all of that. um, It's not necessary. Yeah. And we, and be clear, we're not against college. Please don't hear that. What we're saying is that it is not for everyone and that is okay. There are many very successful humans in this world who have never gone to college and, um, and we're able to make it and, and do well for themselves. And on the flip side, there are also a lot of people who have gone to college and who have not used the knowledge and information that they obtained there for good and have done well. So it can go both ways. It's really up to you. Yeah. Well, I think the the first thing with that to think about is a generation ago, no one went to college or not. I shouldn't say no one, but it was a, you know, I I would look up the statistic, but let's say 10% of people were going to college and they were all pretty decently successful. You think of, you know, your parents or your grandparents generation um, or your great grandparents generation, depending on how old you are, they didn't go to college. Mm -hmm. So now this is a brand new thing. And it's not necessarily that the, that going to college is what's going to make you a successful person. And you need to consider that before you consider college. Now, yeah. that being said, um, there are careers that yeah you need. That you need it. There are careers that it's going to help you for sure. There are careers that um, that you might go to a you know trade school instead. There's there's a lot of different options as as a young person has to decide um, whether or not college is part of that. Part of your journey. You yeah. Know? And one of the things that I like to tell people is, or ask them is go around and ask, like, I don't know, people in their thirties, forties, fifties, Hey, are you doing the career? Are you in the job that you thought you were going to be at 18? And are you using the degree if you have one? Yeah. And the, most of the answers that we get are no, they're yeah. not. I mean, I can name 15 people off the top of my head that are not doing what they said they were going to do, what they thought they wanted to do at 18 and with the with the diploma that they received yeah the reality is a lot of times um and we don't think this is you because you're listening but a lot of times people just use college as an excuse to um party right or as an excuse to get away get away i that is obviously not you because you wouldn't be listening to this but there's another version of that that you need to understand might be something that you're you're considering it or you're not considering it but it might be true and that is you're using it as a um a deferment to adulthood, right? So I don't want to 100% be responsible. I don't want to 100% take the risk that it's going to be tough when you yeah. come become an adult. And we get that. But it's like, instead of just ripping the Band-Aid yeah. and, and getting the job or, or moving to, you know, the place or whatever it is yeah. and, and getting out of mom and dad's house, like, which is hard. And I'm we're totally supportive in that. We can help you about that too. Instead of ripping that Band-Aid, you're using college as a extender of, your, of being a child or being not an adult. And so that's important to realize if that's you or not. 
that that's what you're doing, if that's what you really feel like you need. But I think it's important. And it, a lot of times that's what's happening. Yeah. And if, if you do know someone like that, like, I think the conversation is own it. Like if that's what you're trying to do, instead of actually go to college and learn yeah. something and use the knowledge there for a career later on, if the real reason is I just want to get out, I need to get away and I'm going to, I'm going to use college as that. Um, just like I said, know your reason. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not that it's wrong. You know, sometimes you're just not ready. And sometimes um, there's a lot that your, your family can support you with as you're making that transition to adult. That's fine. It's just, let's know that that's kind of part of the deal. All right. Now let's say that you've listened to us and you're like, Nope, I don't want to be an HVAC guy. Um, I want <laughs> do you want to be a plumber. Um, I'm definitely doing this because it's going to better me as a human. Yeah. Okay, great. That's great. So now let's talk about the nor- what the normal route of college is and how you're going to be different and set apart and be um, different than everyone else. Yeah. So I th- we think that the normal part uh, that people visualize when they say going to school, it's you have to get into debt or this idea of it comes going to college comes with a lot of debt. That is what is normal. The other normal is like Shana said before is the partying. You go to school, you're living on campus or right off of campus and you're partying all the time. That is, yeah, we'll talk about what's actually normal. Um, so that's the other uh, perception. The other one is, is when you're, when you see people that think that this is what college is all about, it's not taking them three or four years to finish school. It's taking them six, seven, eight years mm-hmm. to finish a four-year degree because they're wasting time. Right. Yeah. And that's the norm, just going into debt, taking, um, taking your time, um, changing majors all the time. Um, you know, focusing, having the wrong goals, which is like the social hour instead of the learning hour. Study hour. <laughs> um, so all of that, right? And so you need to be set apart in that, first of all, you're not going into debt. This is an investment into your future. You don't want to make it a debt in your future, right? So a lot of times we'll say, and we'll get into it more, but financial aid, which is a joke, it's uh, financial crippling. Mm-hmm. Like what, whatever the opposite of word yeah. of aid is, is what it is. You graduate from college and you have the equivalent of a mortgage payment. And listen, we remember how much we got paid at our first job. Did not have money for a mortgage uh, payment, right? Um, or you know, or we could have eaten probably. So you don't, <laughs> you can't do that. And, no. and and in this world where they're doing whatever they're doing with 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 those, don't count on on stuff getting forgiven or deferred. That's not mm. that's not you. That's a bad plan to count on other people to manage your finances for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be different because you're going to take care of it. You're going to take control, and you're going to not need debt to pay for your situation. Yeah. So we're going to speak life over you right now and say you have integrity. You have awesome morals. Mm -hmm. If you create or obtain student loan debt, guess what? You are morally obligated to pay for that because it's your debt. So this idea of waiting for other people to pay for it, like Shana said, don't do that. Mm -mm. But first of all, you're not even going to get to that point because we want to walk you through a step and a process that um, is going to allow you to pay for school while you are going to school and you're not, you're going to walk away debt-free. Yeah. And you're also going to be set apart in that your college experience, you're going to remember it. Let's be, let's be honest about that for one thing. And you're going to do things that are going to be amazing. You're going to have amazing memories and experiences, but it's not going to be diluted with just really bad, regretful choices. Okay. That's how you're going to be different. You're going to have an experience where you learned, where you had Mm -hmm. fun. Maybe you went spelunking. I don't know what all you did. You can still have fun, and go to college yes. and learn a lot and be productive and manage your time and be a, a, an amazing young person and be proud when you graduate that you did both learn and have a great experience, but it does not need to be um, 
you're not going to be the kind of person where you're going to have a lot of regrets for the decisions you made, the people that you were with, the things you did while you were with them, yeah. the fact that you were tired and hung over every morning or whatever the situation is that, that is normal. That's not you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Right. And so there's a whole different way to go to college. That's what we're trying to tell you. So if you hear people talk about, this is what it's about, man, it's awesome. This is what we're going to do. You know, you should be in our dorm room or whatever. That is not what all of the kids are doing. So please Mm -hmm. don't think that. No. And, you know, part of the reason we're making this is we see it. We see it several lots. We know lots of young people that are doing amazing things. They are stepping outside of this norm. They are they are set apart. And it's so inspiring to watch. And we just want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to to know that that's possible and then to follow through with it. Yeah. And the other thing that's going to be different about you. And you're going to finish your degree in time mm. because you got things to do and you don't need to be in school anymore. Like no. you were already in it for 12 years and now we're adding four. Let's be done. Let's check that. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, we are. And like Shana said, if, if you're going to school for the right reasons, great. And you're not trying to defer adulthood. Awesome. But once you graduate, okay, now it's time to put the big girl, big boy panties on. And we are starting, we are starting adulthood. You're getting a job. You're starting your career field. You are hitting the go button and um, you're moving forward. Okay. So now when we're talking, so the next step is obviously to choose a school. And there are, you know, maybe four, there's several different uh, things to consider when you're choosing a school. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to talk about four. And the first one is finances. Yes. So when you're deciding on what school you want to go to, please don't allow outside voices to enter your brain as to the reason why you want to go to a school. So you want to make sure that your choice, especially coming to finances, is how, how, what school can I afford to go to? Can you afford to go to an Ivy League school? If you can, great. What does it mean by afford? We're going to talk about that later. Um, can you, do you have to go to a community college, which is not wrong? You know, I think something important to think about or the way to frame this is a lot of people decide where they're going to go to school based on their feelings, based on, I want to go to my dream school or whatever. And I shouldn't use voices. That's not nice, but, um, what you need to decide it on is on your finances. That is the adult way Smart. to make a decision. It's not based on how I feel or what I what I want or what or I, what your I, friends are telling you. Or, yeah, it's not based on any of or that. Or your parents, sorry. No, none of them. Yeah, it needs to be based on what can you actually afford. That's the first decision. Now, that being said, we're going to show you how you can afford. You, If yes. you worked your butt off, you can afford an amazing school. Yes. You can afford your the most outrageous school if you work your butt off. That's not the point. The point is you need to make that decision based on a smart uh, filter, not on, you know, your friends that you all want to go to school together because it's a big party or whatever. Yeah. And if you think right now I am broke, there is no way an Ivy League school is even in my, my vision. Um, we want to, we want to speak live over you right now and say it may, like we actually may be able to get you to that point if you're willing to put your head down and work hard and make it happen. So don't completely dismiss that if you haven't saved um, until this point. That is okay. Yeah. All right. So then obviously when we're talking about finances, the next natural thing is, you know, in-state tuition versus out-of-state tuition, right? So states want you to stay. (laughs) And if you're me, you don't want to stay. But there are some of you that want to stay in the state that you're in. And obviously it's going to be much more financially prudent to stay in um, the state that you want, uh, or the state that you, you graduate high school in or whatever, yeah. um, in order, obviously the, the tuition difference is ridiculous. Oh, like almost double. Yeah. It's almost double. And that's going to be a filter for your decision, right? Yeah. And so you may think, oh, I want to go to an Ivy League school that's three states away, but you haven't even thought, or maybe you don't even know right. that it's going to cost twice as much as it's going to cost, um, just staying where you are. So just remember 
you need to have all of the information together before you make a decision as to where you're going to college. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I think it's not just, you may know that it's more expensive, but you may not know how much more. So go, when you're, when we're talking about the next step, when we're counting the cost, go and look at the school difference. Like you're the one that's down the street from you and the one that is uh, out of state, look at the difference. It's going to be like Vanessa said, it's almost always more than double Mm -hmm. the cost. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's different ways to get around that if you really are set on a specific school, but, um, But that's kind of a good filter to think about. Yeah, for sure. And like where we live, we are so blessed to have four different options of colleges right here. And so when I think of people wanting to leave, I'm like, why? There's so many things that you can do right here and all the different universities that you can go to because they have like these off campuses. um, What what do they call satellite campuses um, here? And so the options are available, but you may not know that. You may not know what is around you. You may not know that there are satellite campuses to other universities close by you. We are asking for you to branch out and get the information you need so you can make a sound decision. Yeah. And then in state, lots of states have um, their own scholarship programs. So you're going to, you're going to, by going out of state, you're going to automatically just say, no, thank you. I don't need that free money. Right. Um, And that's sad. Now, that being said, there are certain ways to get out of your state um, without having to go into debt. That's definitely a possibility that you can, you can work toward um, because I would be the opposite of that. And I, so I understand I would want to get, get away as soon as I could, but that's not everybody. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So the third thing about choosing a school is, does it it really matter? No. There you go. I answered. Yeah, I know. I know. So literally for like 99, probably 0.9% of the different degree options that you have, it really doesn't matter what school you go to. Mm -hmm. Now, if your goal in life is to be the number one lawyer in the United States to work for the top law firm in the country, okay, maybe it might matter Mm -hmm. where you go to school. Um, But for most other jobs, it doesn't matter whether you want to be a doctor or a veterinarian or an electrician or an engineer or whatever. They just want to know for the jobs that require a degree, do you have the certificate? How many times do they actually look at where they it's don't even from? look? No. They don't look. And it cracks me up because I've been to so many different doctors and they put their things up on the office and I'm like, Nobody cares. No, <laughs> I, no, I've never heard of that school. I've never heard of that school. Not that it matters, but it's just, it really doesn't matter. So when people are, so we had, you know, we had a client that's like, this is a really good engineering program. Okay. Like, I love I'm you. Sure. But you're going to learn most of what you need to learn at your job, and it's mm-hmm. not going to apply what you learn in, in in college is going to be a, a decent foundation, but it's not yes. going to be so different or than what you would learn at any at any school is is not going to differentiate enough that it's going to make a huge difference for the most part when you get to your job because they're going to have to retrain you yeah. for whatever you're doing anyway, um, and so you just need to understand it doesn't matter which school you go to, even though you think it does, even though I keep hearing this, but it has this really good program on Viberber. Okay. Um, We believe you. That's if you can afford it. Great. Right. Right. So if, if it has a great history program and you're going for history and you can afford it and you're not going into debt, all those boxes are checked for sure. Chase after that really good history program. But if you cannot afford it, just really consider that that doesn't matter. Yeah. No, that's, that's 100% true. Um, all right. So the fourth thing is that whether, where you go to school, excuse me, um, has a, has a huge decision factor on where you're going to live guys. Like, are you going to live at home? Are you going to live on campus? Are you going to live in a house with four or five other friends? Um, are you going to live in an RV? 
uh, hopefully you're not going to live in a car, <laughs> right? Mm. But you may if you're in debt and you can't afford anything because you're broke because you want to go to an Ivy League school. Just kidding. Not really. But what we were saying is like, you need to decide. You can't just say, I'm going to go to the school. It's going to be great. Okay, but where are you going to live? And can you afford to live somewhere if it's not at home? Right. All right. So then after you've chosen a school, now it's time to figure out how to afford to go to the school. And this is the bulk of the, the, training. the training that you need to really get down into. Um, so here's the first thing is you need to start right now. Like not, not tomorrow, but right now, right now. Put the podcast down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> first of all, listen to all of this and then get started right now. Um, it's never too soon to get started. Yeah. That's just the truth, um, especially with what we're going to tell you about now. Um, there may be different iterations of what you come up with, but start now and get going. Okay. Yeah. The second thing is count the cost. You kind of need to create a little mock budget and there's plenty. Of, we can give you a worksheet as well, but there's plenty of worksheets you can find online as a simple, simple budget, uh, especially if you're starting in high school of counting the cost of what it's going to take for you to be able to afford to go to school. Yeah. And this is, um, this is such an eye-opening experience. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you find out your tuition is going to cost $1,600 a month or uh, sorry, let's say $2,000 a semester. Like once what? That's cute. No, UWF is, is not that far off. I don't think either way, whatever, $4,000 a semester, let's say. And then you break that down by nine months or 12 months. Mm -hmm. Cause you have a, like, it's actually, you start to see, right. oh, it's not the worst. Right. I could possibly even do that if I work part-time. Right. Right. But that's the point of the step is you've got to see what you're working with. So you're going to list the tuition. You're going to list every fee that there mm -hmm. is. You're going to list how much food you cost. Books. If you're, uh, how, your books, how much gas you're going to need your, whatever, whatever the supplies, anything that's yeah. going to cost you to go to school, you need to know that. So you can see how much money because we're going to, when we talk about scholarships, there's, there's so much there, but how much money you're going to need for everything. It's not just for tuition. Like there's so many other expenses that, yeah. that come with college. You need to know what the cost is. So that way you can start to plan for it. And it's, it's actually not scary. It's exciting because it, that's when it actually becomes possibly doable, right? right? Instead of this this random number in your head or this, oh, it's so undoable. I'll just get a financial loan or whatever. So yeah. Like, and like Shane brought up a good point. You may not even need to apply for financial aid debt. <laughs> well, you're, you do not need right. to find but, it, apply period. <laughs> right. But like in your mind right now, you may be thinking, oh, it's 100% has to happen because that's what everybody else does. And that's what they say you have to do because that's the only way that it makes it possible. And we're like, no, if you actually put it down on paper, write it all out, divide it by 12. It, it is, we know it's going to be possible for you, but you have to see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All so right. There's so many different ways to afford to start researching and applying, yes. researching and applying. That's your new MO. When we say start now, this is it. Research, apply, research, yeah. apply. And <laughs> yeah, your job right now, if you're a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, your ultimate job in life right now is to apply for grants, for scholarships, for all these different things that are available to you. Um, we're going to list some uh, some stuff out right now, but we have so we I've uh, recently spoke to a mom and she said I had my child for two years apply for everything out there twice because you can even reapply if you get denied the first time. Um, and she was so amazed at how many scholarships her child qualified for or got accepted for, um, but ones that she didn't even know were out there. Right. But they did the research for it and found them and applied. Um, so there are certain grants that you can get, mm -hmm. um, there are certain scholarships you're going to, um, work on. So, you know, as far as the scholarships, the thing that, that people kind of get stuck in is they don't realize what all is available. There are yep. so many random scholarships out there, you guys. Um, <laughs> but you're going to start with your state. Like your state is most likely, especially if you're choosing to go in state, 
they're going to have a different, a bunch of different um, options because they want to keep you yeah. in your state so that you become a worker for them. That's really what they want. It's fine. You're fine. Everybody's fine. But um, so you're going to look at your state. Then you're going to look at there's plenty of federal mm -hmm. um, scholarships available. There's plenty of private. So there are, you know, John um, was a, you know, an amazing grandfather and he, they left an endowment and he, or he left an endowment because he wanted to see engineers come into the world that were, you know, had freckles and red hair. And like, that's the scholarship that it's right. for, right? So there are so many out there. Well, even businesses have scholarships for students that you may not even know exist. And you may not even have to work there. Right. But like my mom one time worked for a company and they had scholarships for employees, kids. And my brother and I both applied each year and we got it. So there's just random stuff. Yeah. Um, then of course, it, once you know your school, they might have, there's plenty of scholarships within the school. Mm -hmm. So then, that, then it's like alumni who are like wanting to make sure that you they take care of you, that they take care of you. So there's, and then obviously within your specific field, there may be scholarships because they might want someone who can speak Latin to come to their school, or they might want whatever it is. So yeah. there's all kinds of different options. Obviously yeah. the one that everybody thinks they're going to get is a sports scholarship. We should look up the percentage mm. of how many people actually get that, but that Another is definitely podcast. possible for some people, especially yeah. if you're really good and you go to a small school. <laughs> yeah. One of the ones that we love are obviously academic scholarships. Those are out there. There are a lot of those out there. And I remember when I was in college, there was a girl who had worse grades than I did in college. I mean, I graduated with 4.0 and this chick was like, oh yeah, I just got this scholarship for the business program and for blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't even know that existed. And she made whatever grades, not, I'm not saying anything bad about that, but I'm like, I could have applied had yeah. I known that that was available yeah. for me. Um, and I was just mad at myself and I'll never let that go. I'll always think about that because this is just a great uh, a great example of knowing what's what your options are. Right. So there's and so when we say academics, it's not that it was you were the top of your class. Right. There's so many more things like um, you took these courses and yeah. if you if you took them and or whatever, like or if you even if you just write an essay that that is decent, they'll give you a scholarship. Yeah. You don't have to have a certain GPA in order to qualify for these. So you need to look at uh, look at that. And then of course there's demographics like you know, what your, your race, your gender, culture, your yeah. culture, your, um, you know, like your parents were veterans or whatever. There's all kinds of different, um, scholarships based on how you identify yep. and how you fill in your bubbles. Right. Oh, so dear. definitely, <laughs> so definitely yeah. look at those or, or just consider with all of these, there are so many yes. out there. There's so many for you. You do not need to go into debt. Yes. That. Don't discredit how many scholarships are out there. And they even say there's like one point something billion dollars you have to look it up of scholarship money that goes unclaimed every year because people don't apply for them and they don't um, literally it's scholarships that people do not apply for. It's not scholarships people don't qualify for. Right. It's ones that people don't even know that so, are there. Yeah. All right. So another reason or another way, excuse me, to afford, afford school yeah. is savings. Like your parents may have set up a college 529 plan for you. Um, they may have done prepaid plans for you. There are, you may have already saved a little bit of money, your parents, grandparents, whoever, they, they may have some type of investment available for you. So I would ask. Yep. Um, and then you might um, also start saving now yourself, mm -hmm. right? So if you're in high school, you can get a part-time job um, or maybe you just make money somehow with your amazingness. Yeah. You can start saving now. You yourself. Yes. yes. So when I say like, ask your parents, I'm not saying like, and please hear what I'm, don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't expect anybody else to pay for your school. I'm saying they, somebody may have right. put in place a college saving plan for you. And if they did, that is awesome. 
but it's not something that should be expected. And it's not something that you should say, oh, there's $10,000 that somebody yeah. put away. Great. I'm going to an Ivy League school. No, no. no. There's so much more that comes that yeah. comes into play with that. Well, and, and if you start saving now while you're working, yeah. it, you could you can just have the you know peace of mind that I'm a, I'm a year ahead or yes. something like that, right? So I have my first year. By the time I graduate high school, I have my first year paid for or whatever it is, right? Um, and then you can also, you know, just so you know, affording school, you obviously can work while you're in school. Mm-hmm. I know your mind is blown. I know you're, I know that a lot of people have the attitude that um, you have to do one or the other. Yeah. And that it's too hard to go to college. Well, it's not here. I'm here to tell you it's yeah. not, you can do it. Um, and I, I hate to be ugly, but I love to tell people that, you know, I have worked part-time was a full-time mom yeah. and went to school full-time, yeah. all of those things at the same yeah. time. And I know that many more have done way harder things than that than me. It's possible. You just have to like, let go of the idea that it has to be separate. So if you work as you go, and then of course there is the statistic that shows that if you work while you're in college, yes. you're more likely to have a better GPA yeah. because you don't have time to waste. So you and must party or yeah. goof off, right? So you must be responsible. You you have to manage your time and because you, you have to, you do better. Yeah. And also please know that we're not saying don't have fun in college. That's no. not what we're saying. It is an amazing experience to be a young adult at college, find the right friends, the right group, um, and, and, you know, be on this journey with them, but that doesn't mean you have to goof off. There is a way to enjoy this process. Like, we were, like right. Shannon was talking about at the beginning, doing it the right way. Right. Okay. So once you figured out how you're going to afford it, because there's all these different options, now you're going to make a plan. Mm-hmm. So what you've done is you've gone through all of this information that we've given you. You've like made notes, you've thought it through, you've talked about it with your parents and your friends and you know, your grandma or whoever you're close to. You have many spreadsheets because yeah. you know that Shane and Vanessa love spreadsheets. Yes. <laughs> so now your plan needs to consist of which school you want to go to, right? The choice that you've made based on what we talked about, mm-hmm. right? You probably, um, especially depending on, you know, if you're still in high school, when you're making this, um, this plan is important. So when are you going to start, mm-hmm. right? When, when would be your start date? Because then you know how long you have to get ready, right? right? So you're going to take when you're starting divided by how many months or how many years you need to save up the money or start your plan mm-hmm. as far as getting enough money ready to, to, to move forward. Right. Yep. yep. And then, so then with that, you're obviously going to need to know how much money you need. Yep. Right. So you've, you've counted the cost before. So now you, now you know how much money you're going to need. Yes. And then um, your budget. So now you you allocated the, the cost. You know exactly what it is. So now your budget. Yes, we're asking you to make a budget in high school. I know it sounds lame. It's fine. But this is really what's going to allow you to propel forward and make the dream happen. It's going to allow you to save the right amount of money every month to put aside to make going to college a reality for you. And you're also going to schedule in the time to apply for all the scholarships, grants, um, if it's a, a part-time job, whatever it is, you need to schedule all of that in now. So, you know, if you're saying, okay, I need, I know I need $20,000 and um, if I get these scholarships or whatever, but now you need to say every week, I'm going to apply yeah. for two scholarships or every, every, um, every weekend, I'm going to, I'm going to spend yeah. my Saturday morning applying for whatever it is. Before and, school starts on Monday. Right. I'm going to have applied for so many. So you need to absolutely schedule what time you're going to be doing all of this stuff. Yep. Um, Because it's important. Like you can make a plan and say, oh, I'm going to get all this done. But unless you implement it, unless like Shana said, you make the time and put it in your your calendar and make it just as important as going to high school football games or hanging out with your friends or whatever. Like it needs to be part of your daily or weekly routines um, because we want it to happen for you. And we know that you do too. And uh, it just needs to be a priority. All right. Um, I think that is all she wrote. There's so much more to it. We 
have a course that you can take to get the really in-depth nitty gritty, but this is the bulk of, you know, how you can go to college without going into debt, how you can be an amazing set apart person that does things differently because you're awesome. Yes. And if you know a high school student, um, other than your own, or you are one, please share it with them. We'd love, um, to get the word out. Like we just really want to change the norm of going to college. Yep. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy one-on-one coaching. That's where we go deeper into this material, take it to the next level and apply it to your daily life. Just head on over to myidealbalance.com and click on the get started button now. And by the way, if you did really like this podcast, would you mind sharing it with someone who might also enjoy it? You can send over a screenshot or you can send the link in any way, or you can even put it on social media. We would be so grateful. Love you. Bye. Talk soon.